This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Okay, we're gonna match that. Right? Like that's what's gonna drive it. Right. So you need to be smart about things like like it's unbelievable how empowering the back slide is to when you give a keynote. The amount of people that don't create call to actions while they speak is crazy. So like literally putting up a Twilio Google voice number, a phone number and say text me because that's so native and easy for people. Mm-hmm. Like, if, like literally your slide saying your name, your, what you're talking about and then say any extra questions, text me as big as everything else. Right. And then gathering that CRM opportunities. Like the speaking engagement is gonna be your biggest deal flow. There's no booth, there's no ads. Right. There's nothing that's remotely gonna be more effective than how good you are on that stage and then with one simple call to action on the slide behind you. Okay. So that's number one. Can you speak at the other one? Even though uh, you're in well, a chair? I will be the person, the face of the whole entire day. Got it, you're the MC. I'm in a lot of ways. I'm the MC, the chair of the conventions. I'm the one going session to session everywhere. So I'm highly, highly visible there and that's actually in my local market as opposed to just a national thing. Yeah, I mean I think, look, I think, um, I think just, my favorite thing, my favorite way to sell is to not to sell. Right and then just create some utility for people to be able to reach out to you, Okay. right? Um, so that should be the strategy at the events. Um, you know, do you have the email data to the people attending, the one that you're sharing? Mm-mm. Why? Well, I, I probably could indirectly. I could create it on my own. It's not something that's being provided to me, but I can pull it myself. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, one thing to think about is the collection of data at that in these environments mm-hmm. and what will you give them in return. Right. So one of the things, as you guys know, you're not here if you don't know things like jab, 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 right hook, I assume. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just an enormous, and, and there's been a lot of themes here already, like, and even, and there's been a lot of themes about this. Nothing trumps providing value up front. Right. And, and if you can really provide value up front and not ask for anything in return, you just win. It just, it's, car, I say karma is practical because it is. Like, doing the right, I mean, I don't even want to begin to think how many of these we could sell if we wanted to. Like, I think we're, you know, like, I, um, I just love this. Like, I, I, it's really scary that this is probably what I want to do for a living in a lot of ways. Like, I could pretty much do this for the rest of my life. Like, just hang with the entrepreneurs and jam because, a lot, you know, it's really funny, 80% of the value I think I provide per, is provided within the first like 50 seconds. Yep. That's why this has been really working and why I'm good at like Q&A. Like, How are you doing, I'm sorry. This might be nine, yeah. this is the ninth. We're not doing a whole lot, like we're, t- you know, and you guys know me, like I don't, lo- even like the cynicism I have, like I don't love selling to my audience. Mm-hmm. Because this is a little more vaynered out, I'm okay with it, but like I'd like to not have this part of it. I'm aware that in the beginning as we learn it, like it's a part that a lot of people like this is the value prop. Um, but as you guys can tell, what have you guys had already this morning? Go ahead, go ahead. What do you think about the Tony Robbins? Um, I love Tony, Yeah. Uh, but like the Platinum 75. Yeah, it's not my thing. I know. Yeah. And, and by the way, he does it better than a lot of the people, uh, right? The other one. And then, by yeah, the way, sure. Branson does it the best. I know. He yeah. bought an island and he charges you to come. Like, yeah. like listen, it scares me that that my insurance policy, if all else fails, is a thirty-five, forty million dollar a year monetize myself business. Right. You know, it's an incredibly humbling, like 
as long as I stay healthy kind of thing, right? Oh, so like, it's, it's, it's what I want to do for all of you in some shape or form. A lot of you are going down that personal path, but it's no different than building, the like passport business acting like a media company above and beyond SEO. You st- with that kind of revenue business, and we have to like talk about the details, but tomorrow you should start the podcast show, lose 300,000 a year for three years, but then win. It's all be- Basically, it's very simple. At its most binary, I'll just answer. I'll, I basically can leave after the following, but we'll have to go in detail. If you actually realize that you're a media company and then you do whatever you do, yeah. well, then everything else flows, yeah. right? Because attention is what you're trading yeah. and then you're deploying. So it's subtle little things. Like The reason this is great is you'll get that from my rants, but like the little tiny things like put your... Get a Twilio Google Voice number that isn't your actual cell number. Okay. Throw it up and be like, text me. Right. We'll literally lead you to 17 people like, hey. And nine of them were easy and would have worked with you anyway, but eight of them you'll text your way to them right. working with you. So almost focusing more on the, the push after the event as opposed to leading up. A hundred percent, because if you push at the event, it's back to your question, it's you're that guy in the back of the room selling your fucking bullshit CDs. Yeah, exactly. The, like I've never sold anything on stage even remotely. And I've sometimes stumbled into events that I'm not as happy about because I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't know, like, like Tony's a friend and like, he's like, come and do this event. And like, I did this event in Atlanta. I'm like, I'm not doing this event again. I I, I was in Fiji and like, I'm in beautiful paradise and all of a sudden it's like, hey, by the way, we're going to stop for break for 15 minutes to... Watch this Bambot guy go buy my program for was forty seven thousand dollars, but right now you can buy two for four hundred dollars. Greens and a trampoline with it as well. Yeah, no, it's listen. It's like listen. This is why I ultimately think I win the whole thing because I think I have a lot of the makeup of the Oprahs and the Bransons and the Tonys, but I just think I'm a much better business person than they are, and so I don't need like I have a hundred fifty million dollar company right here, you know, and so. The only reason I sell 4Ds is because I feel like it's gonna end up like everybody like it's gonna be way way worth it. Correct. Right. Like like this is the reason it's not even being sold. Like you have to like really like follow me on Instagram live to even know this exists. You know. Now we're gonna test Facebook ads against this. Like we're trying to learn things. Right. But yeah, it's all about like it's all like to me it's about Claude and it's about the details you're gonna learn on influencer market. Like it's it's like to me I want to be the added value, not the thing that's sold. Right. Um, so this is more Zappos or Disney yeah. or NASA program than it is those things. Yeah. Right, right, right. Got Absolutely. it? So yeah, I think, I need, you, look, I think all of us are doing one of two things and it's interesting, with a little bit of a smaller group and a lot of commonalities, I'm gonna be able to probably talk a little more general than normal which is great because I think you'll get more value. You're either in branding or you're in sales. You're either in branding, you gotta really understand this framework. You're either doing one of two things at all times. You're either branding which is a marathon, bigger up, you're either, branding is Nike. Nike's not cooking you, Nike's not landing page optimization in you, Nike's not, got it? Nike is Nike-ing you. Mm-hmm. Or you're in sales. Content is branding. It's why I love it so much, it's why I think I've broken out in the last seven years as a personality, but also as why you guys like it, because you're like, wait a minute, it's not transactional. Right? It's not like getting that right word or that right buy. It's bigger. What's amazing is if you're good at it, like your business is super interesting to me because you've got the selling transactional part down. You, God forbid, layer the branding. Now all of a sudden 12 becomes 87. It's what I did for my dad's business, right? Like, like I branded Wine Library 
which is why it grew so hyper fast. But I also sold, I knew Google AdWords and I bought attention, I transacted attention at an underpriced narrative. So for example, right now for all of you, voice and sound is the underpriced Malibu beachfront property. Like, it's, you know, I hear radio, I'm like, fuck dude, please, like tomorrow start your podcast, you're in control of your distribution, you're in control of, right, and to your point, if you understand how to make the content for the awareness of it, now all of a sudden you're the radio, like my podcast, I have the 50th to 70th biggest podcast in the world right now. Like, that's a big fucking deal and there's no Westwood One or CBS Viacom that controls anything, anything I want to put out, anything I don't want to put out, right? And now, you may know, if you, who, who listens to podcasts here? Great, so I have a funny feeling, <laughs> I have a funny feeling, every other podcast you listen to, there's ads. There's none on mine. And these are subtle little things because Tim Ferriss spends five minutes before he gets into his content. Blue right. fucking Blue Apron. Right. So for for Timmy and and for Blue Apron when I did a bar stool right with Pat McAfee, I'm empathetic. Like I have empathy for that. Yeah, no, no, like yeah. I'm thrilled. If that's your business, like I get it. For me, it, it, and this, you know how I always say, pay attention to what I'm doing, not what I'm saying. It's it's. I think that. First of all, most people don't understand that. Second, the ones that do are like, oh, okay, he's into podcasting, I'll do, and that's smart. But then it goes even further, it's why don't I run ads on my podcast? Because I've binarily made that a branding exercise. And so I'd, it's unbelievable how much humans understand it without under, I don't think any of you thoughtfully have thought there's no ads on Gary's podcast, but subconsciously, You've been affected by it more than you realize, yeah. right? And when I say it, you're like, yeah, and, Tim, and Tim's amazing, by the way. But like, like it's it's very subtle, and all it is is one big game of back of the room CD or not. Yeah. What Oprah, you're... Oprah is this much cleaner than Tony. Hmm. They're the same. She was just a little bit smarter, and did on television. You know what I mean? Like, and that, and that's basically how I think about everything. Books. I'd make a lot more money if I did what he did and go direct to consumer. But over the course of when I was navigating, now self-publishing is a lot cleaner and accepted than what we grew up with seven or eight years ago. And a lot of themes are being brought up. Tony, the dating, so like you know, like traction. Like yeah. seven, eight years ago, you were basically straight spam if you self-published. Hundred mm-hmm. yeah. percent. Now there's enough. There's still a lot of straight spam, but there's a like it, like literally seven years ago. If you said this, I'd be like Now I'm like in between. So I gave up economics to go with HarperCollins because that's branding and I gave up sales. Got it? So it's marathon sprint, sales transaction. And the game is to first understand yourself on which one you're good at or how good. You know, I, because, and this is why I'll end up being what I'll end up, I might literally be a 10 and a 10. But the thing to really figure out is, are you a four and a seven, an 11, an 11 and a two? And then start really doing one of two things. One, and this is framework I'm giving for all of you. Triple down on what you're an 11 at and make sure the two doesn't sink you. Get the two to a five by hiring. Yeah, totally. And, and go on your 11 and become a 22. Yeah. Got it? That's the game, that's the framework, that's the model. And, and that's it. And so that's what, that's what I'm about to do with all of you, yeah. just one by one, right? You need a tactic there. You know, 
you know, you will always lose if you sell on that stage. And that's incredibly powerful to me, though, with you breaking it down. Because our world, we are in sales, but we're trying to make it relational as opposed to that. And our world is transactions where you don't buy two times a week. It's emotional every Let me years. Let me tell you, and let me tell YouTube, Iris, make sure you use this. The reason most people lose is they blend things when they shouldn't be blended. The reason I wrote jab, 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 right hook is give and give. You're, what, you're, what you're alluding to is what everybody does. They, give, they mix giving and asking in one thing. Yeah. And so then you're getting neither. Yeah. You're not fully asking and you're not fully giving. Mm-hmm. When you're asking, they felt like you were tricking because you, you were supposed to be giving yeah. and you're half pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. Jab, 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 right hook. Give, give, give. When I, I don't know how you guys bought this, but when I go on Instagram for two minutes to sell this, to test it, it's very black and white what I'm doing. I'm like, buy this, $10,000, one day. Like, it's, it's black and white. It's a right hook. When I go and sell, on, get ready. Starting about mid-November, I'm gonna pound the fuck out of you on crushing it. 15 book packages, 99 book packages, 147 book packages, but in that little seven to 12 weeks, and then the other two and a half years, the reason you like me, the reason people like, there's no hint of anything else because there's nothing else. What if you're a brand whore though? Like Meaning? Me. Go ahead. Like I'm a, I'm a straight up brand whore. What does that mean? Like in the sense that like I'm an all-American obnoxious consumer who reviews products and gets psyched about them and influences the people around me. That's cool. To, to then go, go, go ahead That's cool. And, and, and do that. Um, so I feel like it's kind of just like directly in contradiction to what you're saying. No, I don't think so because if you're like if, for instance, there's a router that that's fucking blowing my mind. And yeah, I, I like ten different mu- music industry moguls put it in their house. Recently, Great. So you know? now the question becomes, did you say like I believe that you love it? Yeah. Now how did that all go down? Is that a show that just airs for free? Do you have an affiliate link on your website? Did you bleed it? All of the above. That's right. And so I would say when you dissect it, you will get far bigger results. The second I see anybody have an affiliate link to a recommendation, me and every other American defaults into cynicism. And you can win back to the model you, you lived in. You have a kit.com. What's that? You have a, you have a kit.com affiliate thing where you sell online. On what? Oh yes, so that startup favor I did for Ryan Harwood. I mean look, have I, I haven't mentioned that once because I'm giving them a test yeah. and, it's, and it's like. I figure because there's, there's nothing else on there. Correct, there's like I always like, listen, I'm, listen, I believe in testing all the time. Yeah. But I'm, like affiliate is not the way I'm gonna monetize. Mm-hmm. And, and for me, affiliate, like, so here's how I think about it. You could love that router and make the transactional affiliate link or you could build the best consumer product reports media podcast play for a year, get real trust, and have that, and have that router give you $500,000 a year in sponsorship of your show. And, and that's exactly what I'm doing, doing right now. I mean, I've got what I, friends of smart, smart home stuff, IoT And stuff. so the big thing that I'm trying to make, and we'll get to it, yeah. is if I believe if you're not half preg- pregnant along the way, to me, it's about being able to stay alive to make your media pure so that you can capitalize on the back end because you have a much bigger audience. Yeah. You know, with all these people that show up online, versions of Tony and things of that nature, you know, there's some that are way more spammier, right? Right, who are all over social and things of that nature, and kids fall for it. And I always ask them, like, have you ever given any thought to why these human beings that you think are good never show up in real life? You know, the people that are selling programs on Instagram and YouTube, they're not on the cover of Forbes. They're not on CNN. 
I remember the first conference I ever went to, um, ever, first speaking engagement I ever got paid for. It was an internet marketing conference. So I thought, I don't know, I internet market. Yes. As you guys are laughing, some of you know, I'm like, it was not what I thought I was going to. So I show up, I'm in fucking Florida. Now I fly in, like literally shower in some random hotel, get to the green room, speak and leave every minute, right? Back then I got there like the day before. Like, you know, it was a different world for me back then, right? And I sit down at like a round table to watch the content because I've never spoken before. So I was like, let me see what this is. And this guy's talking and it is a disaster to me. All my cynicism, like he's not saying a fucking word. And then this kid goes to me, that's the number one marketer in the world. And I'm like, him? <laughs> and, and, and the guy was like, and then of course, you know, Finally, it's like, and if you really want to get into the details, yeah. I, and this is 2006, so there's actual CDs. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the $800,000 CD set in the back. And I go, dude, that's not the number one marketer in the world to the kid. He goes, yeah, and I go, I go I've never heard of the guy. And I did like, you know, Google, and like, you know, like, I'm like, anyway, punchline being, the key is to figure out how good you are, because if you're good. I was just in Forbes for being a tech-savvy agent. <laughs> Forbes is not fucking crazy? Yes, but today, and this is important, today's Forbes isn't the old I Forbes. because fucking Forbes.com. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is. And you gotta read a quote before. And you know, anybody can write for it. 100%. Like you. Well, she's a great author. I'm sure, but you understand? <laughs> the, the, but the key, the key is, as you know, now that platform has diluted to not mean anything yeah. because of that. 100%. And that's how, wor- the life, that's how life works. Yep. Yeah. Right. The reason I don't give, I would never give you a quote or anything other than your, like I've said this, you might have heard me, I, I've given a quote to like six people's books because I'm petrified because I hate to put my name on anything. Mm-hmm. But if I do, it's because I know the person. And you'll, if you see the six quotes that I've ever had, it's always, Amy is amazing. <laughs> it's never like anything about the content. Yeah. And you know, and these things matter, brand. Right. Brand is the single reason that I'll be the guy of this era and it will be the thing that I push you towards this entire time because it's the single thing that is the hardest. The, all the things I preach, patience, it takes time to build a brand. You can sell something online right now on Facebook, right? But it's the brand part that will matter and it's understanding the following. You will never trick the market. When people are making money in like courses or building coaches or things, they're bottom feeding. They're going to the most desperate and all they've done is kill their brand. Without realizing that same person could have been me. A lot of the people that bottom feed and have these $87 things or the coaching programs or MLM or all this stuff, they don't realize they actually have the talent. They just took the shortcut. So branding. You know, like that's how you're gonna win. Yeah, absolutely. It's not gonna be a tactical like we're marketing. That's smart actually, mm-hmm. but it's what you put out as content. It's right. proving that you're marketing. You know, like I think one of the things that I'm sure whenever you dissected me, whether you liked me at first or didn't, wherever you made your final decision, it was like it feels better that I actually built a business with what I did versus my business is telling you how to build a business, right? Yeah. That had to run through your mind at some point. Yeah. Because the alternative is there's a lot. That's why I like Damon. He actually built a fashion brand. It just feels better than like I'm 23 and I'm selling you a course about a course of a course of a course. Like I would rather hear how to develop a domain from you than somebody who's never done it.
That's what I'm learning. It's all it's pushing the content. It's all content, and it's understanding nobody wants your content. Yep. <laughs> right. Like enough. it's having humility. It's ha- it's being good enough. Yeah. It's understanding the platforms. It's understanding the first three. I'm gonna throw through a couple things. First three seconds of the Facebook video yep. imperative. First three seconds. Just like that shit matters. Like what's you know like we're going through feeds, right? It's understanding what's underpriced. Every one of you, in one shape or form, should think about what, what if anything, influencer marketing means. Like for you, like literally, there's nothing you can do that's more impactful than literally as many fucking Instagram photos of hot dog legs like this, <laughs> shot this way from as many people that have audience. Yeah. You know, like you can run Amazon. Listen, Amazon ads will work. Google ads will work. That's transactions. That's sales. That will work. But the thing that doesn't make you have to go back to that, I don't have to do anything for my next book. Crushing it's done already, mm-hmm. right? Because I've won the brand game so mm-hmm. much, right? Tim Ferriss drops a book, it's already sold. Brand, right? Yep. And that's why I'd rather spend the 500 bucks on three people hot dog legging. You'll get less sales in the short term, but all the brand equity of their audience that cares about them if you pick the right people, will last versus the Amazon, the showing up first, okay. And like all the quant math people will say, look, you've won. Like everybody's making math decisions on something that isn't math. If marketing was math, trading is math, but if marketing was math, well it would have been over a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's too human. Mm-hmm. It's, and it changes. And the only thing you have to do in marketing to win is a, provide value, not be a salesperson. Yeah. B, understand where the underpriced attention is. The answer to all your questions is Facebook ads. The way it was at Google in 2001, two, three, four. Those ads were so, like, you were in the game, right? Yeah, yeah, like, can you imagine how good it was? Exactly. We didn't know how good it was. Exactly. Which is why I'm yelling so loud now, because I've seen this pony before. Right. It was called Google. Exactly. It's now called Facebook. Exactly. Facebook's even better, though, exactly. Because, I'll tell you why, Google is intent-based transactions. I'm searching for a house, amazing, amazing. But Facebook is where's the beef, just do it, priceless. One video, Dollar Shave Club, billion dollar exit, one video. Brand, got it? Now, super hard. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, like, I don't, I've never had, I've had some viral videos, but I've never had, you know, some, I've never had a hundred million views on something. You know, I've never had, like, that. Um, but what I like about it is every video has the potential to be a single and a double if you have some tried and true practices, which play out. And then when you understand that Facebook, you can remarket to the people that watched your two minute video and then throw a right hook behind it, resurface an ad that is a right hook after they already care about you. Like you should, we're running an A-B test on the K-Swiss sneaker campaign that I'm doing against my fans and against K-Swiss fans with a right hook. (laughs) It's not even close. But we already want to order some. You know what I mean? Like Like, That's right, it's affinity. Like I've already won that battle, right? And humans have that advantage. So some of you, as you go down the human part versus maybe the brand part are gonna have that advantage. Humans are gonna have advantages. The problem is humans fuck it up quick too. <laughs> because they go too selly, yeah. they get too impatient. And so like your first impression, you know, it's dating, it is dating dynamics, right? Like it just yeah. is, right? Like girls, 
it's, it's absolutely true that women fundamentally, intuitively understand my thesis a little bit more because they're more accustomed to people selling them without romancing them. There is no jabs, it's right hook, right? And so they just know what they fall for. And it's a little jabbing, it works. And so, and so I think of it that way, I do. And, it, and, and, and where it gets really good, as you can imagine, is when you mean it. Because if you're jabbing just because you're good at it, and then, there, and then you write hook, and then there's nobody jabbing or talking or anything, you know, that's a disappointing macro experience. And we see that. The reason you see people that are spammy make 50 million is they're good at it, but you don't feel good about it when it's all said and done, and that's why they don't get married. And getting married in business gets really valuable. The reason I'm gonna win over a lot of my contemporaries is you're gonna marry me. Now, what's interesting is I'm not gonna ask you for a lot, which means I won't get the full value of that marriage, but I'll get 13 cents for 41 years versus $3 in one year. I have a question. Please. So with the clients that I work with, like they're very excited to watch their brand grow and develop yes. and their audience numbers yes. develop exponentially. Yes. It's very exciting. And then eventually there's like, you know, it's almost like the tax collector comes around and they're like, well, so how is this going to translate into hard sales? And so then I find myself in this very uncomfortable position where I can either teach them more about branding and about building their audience, which is interacting and engaging with them deeply compared to other This is, places. I'll answer your question. I know where you're going. Okay. This is all about your upfront promise. This is more on you than them. Okay. Like this is why Vayner worked. If you make the upfront promise of what you want to do, then you have the ability to do what you want to do. I promise them upfront that I'm gonna build them an audience, and I always do. And then it sort of is like, you're really good at this. I also want you to do this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not so great at this. That's your upfront promise. You should tell them what's gonna happen before it happens. Because then at least if they make you do it, you promised them that you couldn't. Yeah, no, I find myself doing that. People ask me about work-life balance. I'm like, I told my wife on our first date, on our first date. I'm really glad you're bringing this up. Because it's a big one. Yeah. That I'm, this is, I'm sorry, second date. This is what I said. I said, we're gonna get married. You're gonna think once we have kids and I get older that I'm gonna wanna calm down. I'm so ambitious that as I get older, I think I'm gonna have less time and I'm gonna work more. That's exactly what has happened. Now, doesn't make it right, doesn't make it easier. Excuse me, doesn't make it right, it's made it much easier because I made the upfront promise okay. in real fuck, like it's a real thing. Under promise over deliver kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, and in this scenario I just basically called it without really even, like it's funny, I didn't really know if it was gonna be true, it was my gut call. It ended up, like I didn't think that I'd become a personality and have to trap, like, I, I never traveled at all the first four years of our marriage. You know what I mean? Like I didn't see how it was exactly gonna play out. I just knew that I really, really, really mean what I'm saying when I say I wanna buy the Jets and I was gonna really try, you know? So, so I think that's it. And I also think it's, listen, let's talk about this because this is gonna matter. How you build your audience is way more important than what you have. I'm really bad at right hooks. So it's all sort of giving. I get it. So I think that means the audiences you're helping people build are real. Like, I, you know, to I me, you know, vanity numbers mean nothing. Right. Like, mm-hmm. if you have seven million followers on Instagram and you go and throw a right hook and you sell three things mm-hmm. and you have seven followers on Instagram and you go throw a right hook and you sell six things, which one do you want? Six. Right, now, six from the business standpoint. 
seven million for the what branding may mean to the world, right? But what people don't know is winning with the winners, winning with the losers. Let me explain. There are people on Instagram right now that have a million followers on Instagram because they bought them. And we all know who they are and that means you lost. So you're tricking losers. Like, wow, Sally has a million followers. But you've already fully lost forever with me. Forever. Binary. So some of the decisions you have to make is how good are you? Are you only good enough to win with losers? And that's okay, I mean this. It's a, it's a very nasty statement, but it's a truth. Like, the only reason I do what I do is because I can win at the highest levels, so then of course I'll do that. It's much more fun to win with The Rock, or with NBC, or right, or with Barack Obama, right? But if I didn't have that talent, I'm sure I would assess it a little bit different. But I wanna challenge you to stretch yourself to the highest plane because you can always win with losing players. Direct question. So, I have two issues. Go ahead. Distribution and content. Yes. I need to figure out and get my head around the best use of my content. And you want what to happen with it? That they go into one of the three businesses? Yeah. Or do you want to wanna... pick one? I'm sorry? Do you want to pick one of that? You have three businesses. I, I have three. I'd like to have it all Fair. Um, work together. Often and do you feel they do? Uh, no, not yeah, now. and and look at me, right? Like, like I'm, I'd really like to help my family business. I'd like to help my dad. I'd like to throw some more wine right hooks at you guys. Like, you'll give me your wine business. The fuck are you buying your wine from? <laughs> like, like literally, what's crazy is I have like a million people who literally would love to give me their wine business. Yeah. Like, like I. But notice how like it didn't even cross your mind. Interesting, right? So that's why I'm asking. Yeah. I have multiple businesses. Everybody knows my narrative. No, by not throwing the right hook, by not making the content, I'm not getting your wine business. Which is scary because it's probably the easiest thing for me to get from my audience because nobody gives a fuck who they're giving their wine business to, right? Mm -hmm. So I think one thing you have to think about is how hard it is to have three against a personal brand. What I would do is pick the one that you think is the best, start there, speak and let the narrative be known there but not really drive there and take the sprinkles there and then over time decide. Yeah, right. So You'll get a, caught. There's a, uh, and I shared this with this group earlier, there's an opportunity I think right now in the hedge fund world and that traditionally you've been prohibited from advertising. You couldn't well, this really is tell game changing. And but the you, laws change finally. So the Jobs Act and all those things is really interesting. Yeah. The thing that you need to really think about is, you know why I haven't done it yet? because I know who's gonna do it first. You haven't done what? The advert, like raising a fund, like right. ca- carrying the world. Right. Hey guys, think about this video to my fans. Hey guys, real quick, as you guys know, I invested in Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Uber, and Snapchat. See this new company, yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, and I want you to be a part of it with me. The law have changed, like not spammy, the laws have changed, and instead of me going to billionaires and making them money, I want you to win with me. So I'm taking tranches of $5,000 and whatever I make, I have no idea how many of you are interested in this, but if it's a 40X return like I had before now, and I'll be honest, I'm like, I have a lot of zeros. I, talk, I don't talk about Yobongo, so this may go, only give me if it can go to zero, but everybody's gonna hear Uber and Facebook and Twitter, and all of a sudden I'm gonna have a fucking account that's gonna have $19 million in it. Right. The reason I haven't done it is because I think the worst of humans are gonna be first. I'm waiting for a cycle. The people that are gonna move first into raising capital from the masses 
um, there's going to be a lot. Of, there's a, there's going to be an enormous amount of people that are going to lose an enormous amount of money because of this law change. Okay, so number one, you just identified me. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody doing it. I'm aware. In the hedge fund world, in the private equity world, there's some crowdsourced funding stuff that's happening. I see it. Real estate, that stuff's happening. But like traditional hedge funds, the thought was as soon as this happened, everybody's going to be out and be advertising in traditional media. The hedge fund world, I think, one is afraid to stick their head above. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And two, they, they, I think it's, it's regarded, um, mass media marketing is regarded as, as lower brow than being a, a being thousand a, percent. You, know, well, you have to, you know, I'm, I'm going to just conceal. I'm like a hedge fund guy. Right. I, I don't see it that way. Because you're really smart. Because you're uh, smart. What people think. Um, which, is why you don't, which is why you don't see it that way. Yeah, I mean, I want to put my content out there. My content's great. And, and I know that if I can get the content out there. Why is it great, do you feel that way? Is it a scenario of like, my baby's cute, or no, is it a scenario I, I know a shit ton of stuff about my particular field. Which is great. Um, and I was gifted with a, with a verbal narcissism. I love to hear myself talk. I, I get love it. Cameras. I, love I understand. I would rather be in this room you than me. I totally understand. Um, I'm jealous of you in that yes. respect. Uh, I, my man, I love that. It my man, I'm going to give you a, gr- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, honestly, I really believe what I'm about to say is right. So do you remember when Don Imus, radio show started showing up on CNBC or MSNBC? Remember yes, that? Absolutely. Mike and Mike? Right. You should do that. You'll, get, you'll, kill, you'll kill two birds with one stone. You should do either a daily or weekly podcast, right? And you should record it. The podcast should go on iTunes and, and Google and all those places, Sketcher, and the video should go on YouTube and Facebook. And there's a service that can shoot it up to all that stuff, right? That's what you should do. Well, that's the other aspect of this is that I need to know, as a small business owner, yes. as somebody who can throw Seventy-five to hundred thousand dollars, but not more. Yes. At the implementation of the content. So let's assume I, I carry on the, the content. creation of it or no, on the distribution of it. Distribution of it. Got it. it. The, the packaging. The, like, Good. Let me ask you this: yeah. How many people in the course of your day, as you're providing content, will ultimately bring that to the web for you? My team now. Yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. People. But here's the good news: twenty-four months ago, one. Yeah. Like the like, you can do it. You can go to one pub that like I think. No, no, you're 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 talking about distribution that way. He, I think, I think you're talking about two different ways. So Um, what you're talking about is once you make the audio, you press one button and it goes everywhere, right? You know, like the distribution of the audio, right? Uh, I mean, yeah, but but also, kind of, yes. Right at its core. But Spreaker will do that. It's real. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, Yeah. I think what you're talking about, I assume, and maybe maybe you're right, is like. Really the soup, to, what I'm hearing from you is I have seventy-five dollars to $100,000 soup to nuts creation and distribution of this thing to drive awareness of my brand to my world. Right. You know, to me, what's amazing is it doesn't cost that much. I, I, I think you can do that full pledge for Oregon. I think you can do that for $60,000 in people, which could be two thirties, believe it or not, or to 40 in an intern, and then the rest I would spend on Facebook ads. But a full-time person. I would do Who's it. Who's gonna edit, distribute. One thing that we've all stepped into shit in is every nine-year-old can do it all. Dude. <laughs> I mean, there's literally, like, there's literally two 24-year-olds right now who work at an eight, who work at VaynerMedia, who work at fucking Nike, who work at the University of Oregon, who work at Willamette Valley Winery, who don't get to do what they want to do, right? Like, Scoots, he's got shootsmen in the way. He wants to get rid of them so he can do it all. Like, these kids believe. And especially, it's one thing about what Shoots does and what I do, that's different, that's traditional. But the actual creation, distribution, and editing, nine out of 10 times, a 23-year-old's better than a 34-year-old because they're more native and have, like, Iris, how long have you been doing your thing with video? Uh, I started 
Right, you know, like they come with like four, right? You know what I mean? Like, like, and like, and like, I didn't know the answer, but like, there's people who've been doing it since they were nine, right? I have to agree with you. Please, please, please. They've been burned or they don't know what to do. There is like a certain cutoff. They all tend to be forty plus people who are really nervous because they have to put their business in the hands of a Mm twenty-year-old who has no life experience. And so, because I'm 34, they trust me a little bit more. I don't dye my hair for that reason. But <laughs> I turn around, I have to get the advice amazing. of a 14-year-old sure. on Snapchat. I have sure. to get people who are going to help me. And, and let, me, let me dissect it a little more. I would argue that strategy and business DNA is something that experience brings an awful lot to the table. I view editing and production and engineering and creation far more like the MBA where like if you're good enough at 18, you're just good enough. It's a talent. Whereas now entrepreneurship got cool, I think we will see a lot of 22 year olds that have it because they've been selling shit since 14 because they're starting to do that. But the last generation, these 22, 23, 24 year olds, they have been making content for the internet since 14. So they have the 10 years of experience. So what I think you need is a producer a audio video producer, right? And, and one more kind of what I would call a media ad buying distributor. And I genuinely believe you can do that with two people at 60,000. Now listen, once in a while. If you farm it out, you will lose. To a, to a small agency? To yes. A, yeah, to a yes. Because no mar- their intent is to maximize margin, not get you results. Right. Those are the people that I help through. They've been like, oh, I'm gonna spend a thousand dollars on media every month and I'm gonna trust it to this like media corporation that's working on 50 different accounts and they make a post for you every day and it goes nowhere. So you pay you pay to, you know, another thousand dollars and another thousand dollars and it's just going An agency's vested interest is to make money for the agency, yeah. which is they're gonna do the least amount that they can to maximize the margin, right? The only reason Vayner got big is we're not trying to build an agency, we're trying to build a holding company to buy businesses and run it through. So shoots, Scott, they're trying to prove that they're awesome so that when I buy Sunkist or Keds or whatever we buy, that they can be part of that equity team and make real, real, real money, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we won because we aren't like other agencies because I don't care about my EBITDA. Mm-hmm. I care about figuring out the game, mm-hmm. being the best in the world at selling $8 billion company soap so that I can go buy an $8 billion soap and do it for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's why agencies aren't good, in my opinion. I got a 21 year old. I'm, I'm not just saying, an oh, I'm pointing. By the way, I, I, really, good news. I wasn't, I, I was actually, I was pointing okay. at shoots. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. You know? So yeah. to me, I prefer you hire it as your overhead uh, because my intuition is you'll be more successful. Okay, one more quick question. Please. I don't want to monopolize this. Um, is, there, is, there, is there a place on, on the internet to find these people? Can, no, where a person can publish the equivalent of an episodic reality show? I, not, not through an existing I Netflix. Do, you know I, what I mean? So, so let's say I do that. 30 minute show. Have you ever seen Daily B? Yes. That's what I do. Okay. That's what this is right now. Right. It's called Facebook and YouTube. You're on it. Yeah. <laughs> You're on it. You're literally on it. No, listen. But there, but there are not places that should be distributing it for you. I mean, not for you. I mean, you no, no, are no, no. at a different level. No, I'm no, I'm at a different level. Oh, you'll be at the same different level if you're good at, like, I'm only at a different level because I did exactly what you just said. Instead of begging Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and ABC, I just went to the consumer at scale. 
called Facebook and YouTube, man. Yeah. Facebook, Facebook and YouTube are the biggest OTTs in the world. Not yeah. Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. They just look slightly different. Mm-hmm. You know what they are? They're reality TV that makes reality TV seem like sitcom TV 20 years ago. Right, right. Wow. Right? That's messed that, up. That, it's what it is. Yeah. It's what it is. Daily V is just more reality TV than reality TV. Yeah. Which is why it all will work. Yeah. Got it? Yep. Your show will live on Facebook and YouTube. Like I have a 21-year-old doing video editing for me on retainer. I pay him $1,500 a month, and he kills it. And and oh, they're out there. What? They're fuck. They are so out right? there. They're amazing. And then I was working with a guy that that, that was a you know well-known producer, and it just the look wasn't right. He was charging me a ton of money. It was an emotional headache, you know. And that just you know what it comes cool. down to. Think of it as cool. Exactly. It's harder for a 42-year-old to be cool totally. than a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. It's just a different language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if, you're, if you grew up dreaming to make fucking Cheers or Robocop, this world is beneath you, <laughs> so you're overpriced and not good at it. Totally. That metaphor, everything. Whether it's for books, <laughs> it's for books. Exactly. people are like, I don't want to publish my own thing, I want to get like 10% of it, but get the, 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 you know, the check from somewhere else. Yeah. Models, I don't want to be uh, Instagram famous and get all these people to give me free shit and give me money. I want to be in an agency where I can get like dribbles of this. I mean, it's everything. Everything is like that. And here's why. This is the, only the second time we've had this land shift in the last 100 years. This is 1948 to 1955. Yeah. We have gone from a primary radio society to a primary television society, and we've gone from a primary television society to a primary mobile content society. And that's it. That's, what, that's it. That's where we're at. you're weaving in all of the lessons that you've been teaching. It's really helpful. <laughs> Good. It's not redundant. Yeah. And here's yeah, where this applies. Yeah. And here's where this applies. Thanks. Okay, so given that I am good at jabbing and that is my thing, organic audience building is like, it's a no-brainer for me. It's like a thing that I Do you do. spend ad money or is it all? Or- I can spend zero dollars and build an audience that's like a micro-influencer audience around like 40, 50,000, 60,000 in a year. In, in which platforms? Facebook would be more like the 8,000 like in six months and then like Instagram is like 50,000 in a year. Yep. And that's zero money. It's all, and a lot of it is curated. It's about half and half. So even content production is very low. I totally I understand. Like, I have synesthesia, so my brain works to identify patterns very easily. I understand. So it's easy for me to target a demographic that way. Yep. I can't translate any of that into paid because it's more like a, a mystery to me. And I'd like to be able to be good as as good at paid advertising as I am at Who's doing the paid process today? Organic um, building. All right. Honestly, I have nothing to say. There's a guy walking in here. Mm-hmm. He's going to fucking take care of that. Okay. He's just fucking the best. Like, it's, it's basically, it's, listen, all, so it's just pattern wrecking. It's funny. It's just what you know. It's just, I'm not sure exactly why you're, how you're looking at it, but like the same things of like whether it's tagging mechanisms or hashtag culture or community management or engaging, what you know what's happening with you is that the things I just mentioned that is organic building pillars comes natural to you. It does. I can the, I've learned to teach it now. It's great. The paid stuff is actually exactly the same, just different stuff, 
it really ultimately is just the scaled version of the other part. And I think that there's probably some, and this is not a joke, probably subconsciously, you're putting a stigma on it. Maybe, I think you're totally right. You're putting a stigma on it. Okay. The end. I'm okay. telling you right now. Because of if, my aversion to right hugs. Okay. Got like it. literally, it's like like John will give you the details. But it's every day. It's literally the stigma. And honestly, the reason it was so you know how it's so easy to give you advice that you understand for yourself. It was a part of mine too. Okay. I. It's not what came natural to me as well. I put a stigma roadblock on it early on, and then I didn't. Hey guys, uh, you just got to listen to uh, the keynote uh, that I usually give, or the Q&A, right? This is really more the Q&A, right Seth? Yes. I just wanted to get your voice in there. Justin doing his thing on the vlog right now. Anyway, uh, hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, I'm enjoying the shit out of the 4Ds program. VaynerMedia's 4D program, I genuinely believe, is one of the best uh, audit, uh, strategize, uh, really immerse yourself into where the world's going and how to build a big organization. So if you're listening to podcast and you're, uh, you know, I would say a one to eight, one to maybe hundred million dollar a year revenue business, I highly recommend the $10,000 commitment to uh, VaynerMedia's 4D program. Uh, check out VaynerMedia's website. You can find that in Vayner Experience or 4Ds. You'll find it. Or you can email me directly. Just put 4D in the title and I'll forward it to the team. Uh, excited for more of them in the uh, fall and winter. And hope you guys have a tremendous day. Get off the treadmill and go hustle.